2018. Well, you're very welcome back to the podcast. I apologize. Oh, there we go in advance for the compromised quality of this week's podcast. That is in audio quality only. Uh, don't worry, Quig is still going to give you a, a double barrel shotgun full of news and fun to the face. And uh, But uh, the quality I'm talking about compromised the audio. I have bad news. Quig has lost his windsock. I repeat, Quig has lost his windsock. Uh, Quig, of course, that I'm referring to is me, Father Quig. And the windsock I'm referring to is my windsock. That is to say, the windsock that uh, until recently was on top of this podcast recorder. But I... Uh, Somebody, probably the bloody Illuminati or someone like that, has only come and misplaced it. Um, I know that the Illuminati boys have been on to me for some time, uh, ever since I skipped the queue on a load of them in Supermax on All-Ireland Sunday Day. And uh, they've been gunning for me ever since. This has manifested itself in two ways. Um, I got a curry uh, from Deliveroo, and it was all shook up and all crap and uh, now my windsock's gone missing so uh, Illuminati uh, show yourself uh, th- th- this ends now you don't want to get into a war with me I'm not going to say too much but uh, in terms of historical rumbles I've been involved in or you know, initiated over very little uh, uh, incident the Bay of Pigs springs to mind so let's not uh, let's not bring that to your doorstep um, so uh, I hope you've had a good week. I hope you enjoyed the Eurovision last night. I'll be talking about that in a little while. And um, I hope that uh, on top of everything else, you've been out there enjoying the sun or inside hiding from it. Yes, they're both fun things to do. Um, as long as you don't uh, go on about it too much to people. Uh, people, I find, are very aware, uh, especially those with skin and eyes, uh, what uh, the weather is like so somebody's saying something like is it hot enough for you um, it's difficult to know what to say back to them I'd rather that they begin it by saying uh, oh it's very hot today How? Uh, what are you doing to enjoy the day uh, although that's a weird question to ask if someone asks you that you've got alright you know what go back to the pleasantries but we need to work out some good pleasantries hot enough for you what are you on about this isn't bloody New Orleans I'm not going to show you my topless chest for a bead. Uh, this is, you can't walk around. What next? Walk around like the vulgarian Manhattanite Joey Tribbiani asking women, how you doing? Using those, uh, the, the, uh, it's effectively boiling the art of seduction down to three words. Uh, this is, uh, maybe he could pull it off, you know. He's a, he's a handsome chap. Would I want him on my quiz team? No, I would not. He's a doofus. Uh, but we're, we're straying further and further from the point. And uh, let's keep going down that way. Joey has always been my least favourite friend for three reasons. Uh, number one, he's uh, very smug. Uh, although you could say that about most of the friends. Okay, well, okay, forget that, he's smug. Number one... Uh, he's delighted with himself. Um, I know that falls under the smugness category, but sure, he's he, it's true. 
Uh, number two, if he was chocolate, he'd eat himself. Uh, number three, um, uh, he didn't seem to have any respect for women. And I, I'm all for that, usually, people disrespecting women. I am an old priest. Um, but uh, it's the way he did it. Uh, he'd break their hearts. And um, uh, that, that hurt people hurt people. And uh, Joey clearly was suffering from sex addiction. And um, it was uh, terrible for his friends to have to be around. And uh, there's no question about it. If that was real life, Manhattan, mid-90s, the amount of partners he was hopping into bed with, like a naughty Italian-American bunny, uh, he definitely have the bug. Uh, so uh, it's with the, that in mind uh, that we go now to this week's fun-themed Sunday sermon. And so please uh, rise, all of you, uh, for, uh, for it, wherever you are, uh, be if you're in a car, b- b- pull the handbrake immediately, if you're in a lift, hit stop, wherever you are, get settled, get ready to enjoy this week's Sunday Sermon Podcast. So the Eurovision this week, uh, this weekend was a big hit again, everyone was watching it. And um, I'm absolutely delighted that Israel won their chicken dance. Uh, you know, one there dressed like Bjork. And I remember saying to Mick Lowry, uh, uh, she's less Bjork and more Bwark. You know, like a chicken. Bwark or whatever. whatever. B-W-A-R-K, that. And um, if you're not laughing, it's okay. Lowry wasn't laughing either because uh, he was very nervous. There was something in the paper about him. And um, he's very, uh, he's he's a humble man, and he essentially lives in his lives in a car, and his he has instead of shoes milk cartons, and um, he, that suit he wears that he's photographed in, that's a suit he borrows from a graveyard. Uh, because he's, he hasn't two pennies to rub together. And I don't know, is it some sort of uh, sort of short story competition fiction category or something that accidentally was printed on the front of the papers, on all, all, all the Sunday papers, saying Mick Lowry has six million quid? How <laughs> would you get off it? No, Mick's, um, Mick's very frugal. All the money he has, he gives away to charity. And and please don't quote me on that in case this is called upon or played in the court of law. No, Mick, Mick lives very frugally. His um, uh, his best... Uh, it's, 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 the fanciest thing that he owns is uh, a, a big stick. And um, the only reason why uh, it's precious at all is because he found it on his birthday. So he's a very frugal man. Six million quid. She just a six million quid. But you get out of that. That would mean he's up to all sorts. And sure, I, I'm his best friend. I know I know for a fact he's not. But um, we're watching anyway. We're getting into the spirit of the Eurovision. And um, Spain, God love them. History is a great teacher of... of, of, of you know, it, 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 it's... Um, what am I trying to say? 
Uh, Spain gave us some points, and it wasn't because they liked our song. It was as reparations for all the Gombean Irish lads who were killed in the Spanish Civil War. Uh, they went over there uh, fresh from fighting each other uh, all around Ireland. They were kind of doing a tour, lads on tour thing. They showed up in Spain. They were given guns. They're put in a line, one, two, one, two. All right, all the ones you're fighting for this side, all the twos you're fighting for this side, and all the lads are like, okay, let's we'll see you later on, we'll see you later on, we'll go and bang. And then they were dead and they shot each other. So we got a few points from Spain for that, God love them. Uh, Germany made good on Dev, sending a letter of condolence when Hitler died by throwing a few votes our way. That was very big of them. And the UK gave us a vote, uh, to which I'd like to say on behalf of the people of Ireland, currently growing through the whole oopsie-daisies because of Brexit. Big whoop. Thanks a bunch. I was talking to Danny Healy Ray this week at a all-you-can-eat pick-and-mix uh, in Cineworld. And, well, he claimed it was an all-you-can-eat. And uh, we were there already. We were going in to see A Quiet Place. And um, we just come back from the big vote for no crowd. Uh, we were having um, a sort of a tea afternoon slash seance uh, where we were contacting all the dead people and trying to harness their powers to rain down defeat on our enemies. And Danny Healy Ray said a remarkable thing to me. Um, see, he said, uh, no one really knows what this thing is about. I don't know what it's about. And you might know more than me, but that's only because you live in a bubble and that's all you do be talking about. Me, I'm out there. I'm getting things done. I'm flying to Castlevania. I'm jet-setting off to the Pyrenees. I'm playing the harpsichord with... Sinead O'Connor's son in Grafton Street and I'm loving every moment of it. I'm getting out there and getting things done. I don't know what you're doing but um, uh, all you yes side lads and ladies uh, you'd uh, really want to cop on and just listen to your elders because Danny Healy Ray said it best when he said if this thing's pulled quick it's going to be illegal for me to eat babies. And uh, that's his, you know, that's his horse in the race. He's afraid that's going to come in. Um, uh, I know that a bishop, he said the other day that abortions were worse than rape. And as a bishop, he'd know from experience, having been involved in several of both. So you've got to listen to, to this, uh, you know, to these, to these people. And uh, Danny Healy Ray, we, when we were in at a quiet place, he wouldn't shut up talking about the repeal and how he's not going to be allowed to eat babies no more and uh, he, he was very very upset about the whole thing and he's a he's a good family man he's only a f he doesn't have many uh, little piccadillos and things and uh, he's going to right there and then he said quig i want to make a video but he said it in that in inimitable danny healy Rayway. It sounds like he's three tongues <laughs> fighting against each other. Um, so we made a little video and um, 
I'd just like to play it for you now. Don't you dare deny me my delicious carry baby dinner. What no? So that's a little ad there that was paid for by Danny Healy Ray. And uh, the check, it wasn't a check, it was a bank gyro. Cleared it immediately, so fair play to him. And I hope that's inspired, uh, that's inspired all of you. And, um, you know, look, I've got some advice for the people on the yes side. Uh, why don't you come and join the no side? I mean, uh, we don't have any overlapping interests, I give you that. Uh, you guys seem to have all the quote-unquote cool people. Uh, but we've got some cool people of our own. Uh, ever hear of John Waters, the filmmaker? Uh, he's in the mix with us apparently and um, there's this old kind of scarecrow man um, who's a rock journalist and um, he's pretty cool too so we've got them on our sides but I have noticed something about the yes side and it's the infighting and it's this whole thing of imperfect allies but imperfect allies are allies all the same and um, uh, you're all fighting the same fight. And to paraphrase Mean Girls, we're not going to get anywhere as a school if we keep calling each other sluts and bitches. And it's because of that I am coming out voting for yes. Not specifically because of that, but because of an improperly placed bet. So, listen, all you headbangers, we don't have long. We've only a few days. I haven't a clue what's going on. But it's now on the sly quig for yes. So if you want to do a hashtag Catholic priests for yes, get that going. Um, I think that would be that would be groovy. I don't know what this is about, really. I know we were trying to repel an ape. I think the ape has been repelled because I haven't heard sight nor sound of the ape in, in, a, in a dog's age. So... Uh, I don't know what's happening next. Probably, I don't know, a Godzilla? Whatever it is that you want to come and stop Danny Healy Ray from eating his babies with. You make it happen because, um, uh, long story short, I uh, gave Liam Nugent very simple instructions to go into Paddy Power and put the lot on no due to some information I got from a certain Hepcat whose name rhymes with Ronan Mullen, uh, uh, sorry, Ro Robin Bull Bullpen. I don't know if you can come up with a better rhyme for who this guy is. Tweet it at me. But uh, I just heard that it's it's in the bag, uh, so I sent Liam Nugent into place of bed. Long story short, he made an absolute cat's ear of it, and um, I'm I'm now throwing my weight online behind the yes campaign. Uh, no one from the parish need know of this. I've noticed that no one from the parish listens to this. I've made sure of that. And um, listeners is, of course, Christmas for listening, which is what happens every day. Uh, the Sunday sermon comes out. Uh, it's a mitzvah, Yiddish for a celebration. And um, so, uh, listen, get it out there. Let's make this yes thing happening. I've got, I, I should have put that bet on. Um, but if I win by job, you'll all be invited to the house for tea and cakes, hypothetically.
it's occurred to me that a lot of people are running for president or putting their their toe in the ring, so to speak, throwing their hat uh, back at the shop and saying, make that a presidential hat because I think I could be president. There's a few people whisper about And I think if we really want uh, good nominees for this, because at the moment it's just people like... Um, my 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 MEP enemy, uh, Sean Kelly, he said he might do it. Uh, and I think we need to raise the stakes. Sean, if you really want to do it, and anyone who wants to run for president, you get to run for president. You're allowed to. But if you lose, you you risk banishment. So you lose the election, there's a new election, and people vote for who should be banished. So that's it. And um, I think with, uh, you know, with that in mind, uh, I'd like to see some new candidates based uh, with that new criteria. We'll work out where they're banished to, but you're not let back here. Maybe you're just banished over to England, uh, but not a cool part. Um, a part where there's only, you know, a shed and a horse and no one knows who owns it and the horse runs the place. Uh, one of those places. So, um yeah, give that. Um, uh, give, that's that is certainly something to uh, something to consider. Uh, would I myself ever run for president? Um, of course. Uh, so um, I'm not running for president this time. I'm a bit too young, but maybe after Michael D's third term, we might have to have a little bit of a coup. This week, we remember Scott from Frightened Rabbit, who tragically left us. And uh, we remember all the great songs he wrote. And um, we also, something I noticed in his passing, uh, a lot of uh, people trying to peddle their bloody mental health podcasts and saying, so important, listen to me, I'm a twerp. I sat down with someone who uh, might be qualified, might not be qualified to talk about this. Anyway, I thought I would, I, w- I would pony on the death of this rock star and let people listen to me uh, struggle to have a conversation. Uh, so uh, good, good on those people getting the word out there and uh, basically anyone who's trying to monetize uh, mental health uh, cynically uh, as a way that they think is less, you know, a calling to help people, a more uh, a potential second revenue stream. Uh, God bless you all. Uh, just a quick announcement. Uh, uh, my new charity venture, Quigs Wigs, uh, will be unveiling uh, this week, and you'll see all about it in the paper. Uh, special thanks uh, there to, of course, Old Ned, 
and a, a temporary olive branch to Mrs. Old Ned if Katy Perry is big enough to uh, extend the hand of friendship to T-Swift this week, then uh, why should I uh, let Wiggy back in the church? And uh, whether she wants to come or not is up to her, but um, certainly uh, we'd rather she be teaming up with us. She's got all the wig connections over in uh, Africa. Basically, Quig's wigs is a fantastic idea I had to send wigs to Africa. There's people in Africa and they need wigs. And that's where Quig's Wigs comes in. And it's a charity. You can uh, log on uh, to uh, any AIP or Ulster Bank and make a gyro transfer to the Quig's Wigs Foundation. Uh, Mrs. Old Ned uh, made some inroads in terms of contacting people in Africa, uh, charities the like, that would specialise in giving wigs to people. And uh, I'm not talking about sick people, I just mean people who want a wig. You see, they're just it's, uh, people who want a wig. If you want a wig and you're in Africa, Quig's Wigs is the only wig for you. And so, uh, with uh, also Liam Nugent, I know I was giving out about him earlier on, for putting down a huge bet and uh, against what I wanted him to bet on. Um, but uh, sure, that's life, but... Uh, he did. He was instrumental in getting Quig's wigs off the ground. So that's exciting. We're going to have a bricks and mortar b- p- place in town uh, where all the Quig's wigs would be processed and different friends of mine might get involved. Who knows? Mick Lowry. Uh, because, of course, wigs that are being sent in a big box over to Africa for charity, very unlikely to be searched very unlikely um in fact you can guarantee they're not searched but sure look i'm getting ahead of myself a lot of opportunity there for all of us to make a big contribution to our friends over in africa in need of wigs uh that's quig's wig so i'll be bringing you more about that and that's about it uh, for this week's sunday sermon uh until next week uh take care of yourselves if you've got a special someone, give them a big old hug and a smooch. And if you're lonely, join the club. Um, it's not a club I'm in, but join a club. Uh, get out there, meet people, <laughs> have fun. Uh, life is for the living and case um, restaurant. So, uh, in conclusion, uh, God bless you, God bless me, and please rise for the homily. been listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast by Giles Brody. You can follow me on Twitter at Giles Brody. Special thanks to Conor O'Toole, Emma Keaveney and Jeremy O'Brien. Yes,